When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, 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 no. You know my problem with the one bowl is that there was one. There's, oh, yeah. There's so <laughs> many humans and just one random bowl. Why is there one? Give two. Give two. Or give like a bowl and I don't know, a unicorn. Why is there one bowl? And why am I angry over a bowl when this movie was bad for so many other reasons? Just devil's advocate maybe it's supposed to be like a minotaur you know magic no it was symbolism for how bullshit this movie was (laughs) i'm on fire baby give me more of this let's go we got a lot to talk about today richie quite a bit and everything everywhere all at once and dr strange in the Multiverse of Madness. One of those movies is massive. One's lesser known. One of them we liked much better. Despite our disagreements on everything, everywhere, all at once, I think we actually overall agree on both of these movies. We do. In their ranking between each other. We do. Yeah. And let's just get straight into it. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say this, and I will maintain this throughout the video in my life. Everything, everywhere, all at once is one of my favorite films of all time. And I might cry at some point during this podcast reminiscing about some scenes in there, the humor, the, the, the deep messages, the emotion, so much to talk about there. But let's, let's do the first thing and get, get rid of the more salient topic. Well, hey, what, what's your rating for the R- movie? Let's want to get right into rating? Or yeah, you, get oh, right into the rating. Don't mind if I do. All right. My overall rating for Everything Everywhere at Once is a 9.75 out of 10. All right. It is spectacular. What is your rating? My rating is a 7.7. A very good movie. What are your specific category by category ratings? <laughs> you know what? I mean, imagine one of your favorite movies out there. Just imagine your favorite movie. Blues Brothers is your favorite movie. Oh, I mean, that's not my favorite. It's the best. Okay. The objective best movie of all time. We'll both agree Lord of the Rings is all-time goat. It, it, it is a goat. However, Blues Brothers transcends the just the the uh, the genre of cinema. It, it, it is a, a touch above the rest. So you'll stamp it right here. Blues Brothers is better than everything ever all at once. Oh, 100%. All right. Give your specific 100%. category ratings, you bastard. <laughs> Emotional impact, a 7. Characters, an 8. Plot, 8.5. And dialogue, a 6. And cinematography, a 9. Okay. Mine is emotional impact, a 10 out of 10. Characters, 9.75. Plot, a 10 out of 10. 
Dialogue, a 9, and cinematography, a 10 out of 10. And our whole point in this review, we're going to compare these movies a little bit because they're both multiverse movies. And they came out fairly close to each other. Uh, yeah, to each other. within a month or so of each other. Uh, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange came out in May. Everything Ever Wants, I believe, came out in April. At least we're, we're from here. Yeah. Maybe it came out earlier in other countries. So that's our overall rating for Everything Ever Wants. Now, <laughs> what's your rating for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? A 3.6. Oh, Lord. You hated it more than me, apparently. Wait, I really? Gave it, yeah. <laughs> I gave it a very strong 3.7. <laughs> I gave it a 3.7 out of 10. You gave it a 3.6 out of 10. Yeah. Don't, I, we're, we're losing so many. Like, uh, this is going to go on TikTok and everywhere. They're going to hate it. We're going to oh, get I roasted know. again. I mean, well, the thing is, finally, I'm now going to get roasted alongside you. Most of the time, you're the one getting roasted with your hot takes. I look like a terrible person. I've, every past movie we've rated, I've rated like a three. I had rated The Northman a three. I'm rating this one a 3.7. I don't look so hot right now. Oh, I'm joining you. I, I have you to, with me in here to... Oh, yeah. I'm arm in arm. I'm right next to you on Let's this go. one. <laughs> uh, what's your specific rating by rating category for Doctor Strange? My uh, emotional impact of a three, characters a two, plot three, dialogue four, and cinematography a six. Similar to mine. Emotional impact 4.5, characters 1.25, plot 1.5. Dialogue, 2.25, and cinematography. This is where we disagree a bit. I gave cinematography a very good, excellent 9, which we'll get into. But that's our overall rating, Doctor Strange. We both clearly disliked. Yeah. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I absolutely am in love with it. You liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. It was was good. Now, let's talk about the obvious first subject is Mm -hmm. the multiverse in each of these movies. What does Doctor Strange do what we think is wrong or maybe does something's right to you versus everything everywhere all at once for a multiverse movie. It felt very uninspired and boring. Like you could do anything. It's multiverse. And yet somehow it just felt dull, which a multiverse story shouldn't feel dull. Yet this one did a multiverse story in the Marvel universe done right is honestly Spider-Man no way home or uh, not really Marvel, but you know, Spider-Verse. Oh, it's Spider-Verse great. is the second best multiverse movie of all time. Arguably, it's either the first or second best Spider-Man movie. Oh, Arguably. are you saying Spider-Man 2 is your favorite? Yeah, Spider-Man 2 is my... I'm not sure. It's number one slot is either Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Verse. Gotcha. Not sure. I have to... I hate that we... Us agreeing might not be as enjoyable for people because it's like, oh, these <laughs> two two guys just going back and forth, nodding their heads. But I totally agree that it was very uninspired. Yeah. And that they could have done... In a movie where the en- the limits were literally endless with their budget and what they could have done, it felt like they were shoving in too much at once to show off all of their different IPs and contracts they have. Oh, here's our Fantastic Four. Richard Reeds, is it, right? Reed Richards. Uh, re- sorry, Reed Richards. And here's Professor X, and also here's a different Captain Marvel, and here's Black Bolt, and here's their sh- and oh, Agents of Shield as well. Let's show off all the things we have and just give them a little bit of sprinkles, and then boom, the audience will love it. Which we both, neither of us, connected in any way, and not just to to those characters, but the main character, America. Uh, there there weren't any characters that I liked, and I. I've been loving Wong's character 
through all the other Marvel movies. I really liked his character. He's just fun. He's a fun side character. Boring. Boring as hell in this movie. Which, that's sad. The script, the script is very bad in this movie, which I'm going to give a quick, can I give a quick grievances to you? Of go I'm going to go off just for a minute on you. Here's all the things I hated, despised about Doctor Strange mm-hmm. in the Multiverse of Madness. Th- these are just some of the things that I can think of. Wanda threatens Wong with four no-names. Wong gives the location of the Darkhold. Wong later says to sacrifice America to Doctor Strange for the good of the multiverse. But he wasn't willing to sacrifice those four randos earlier. So just completely inconsistent. Then we have America trust Doctor Strange after Doctor Strange in the other multiverse tries to kill her and betrays her in the end. Which they try to run it, write it off real quick, doesn't, doesn't work. We have Christine in the uh, 828 universe, or sorry, whichever universe we see her in where she's the scientist. She trusts Doctor Strange after Doctor Strange in her multiverse killed trillions. And why does she trust Doctor Strange? Because America, who she just met, says she trusts Doctor Strange. So then Christine trusts him. Then we have Doctor Strange says to America at the end, just believe in yourself. True. And then America just says, yeah, true, got you. Then believes in herself. This comes off so corny. I'm not done. Then we have a waste of Patrick Stewart. He, he could have been used in so many different ways. Why is one dude a bull? Why is there a bull? I don't know. Then we have Doctor Strange makes this street vendor hitting himself when it's supposed to come off as humor, when it really comes off as like, dude, just pay the guy. Like, what are you doing? Then we have the memory store scene all corny. Dialogue, super predictable. America asks Doctor Strange before he teleports back at the end. You know, he's opening things. She's like, wait, Doctor Strange. You know, I'm really glad we went on this journey. The, the, The corniest thing I've ever seen. We have Wanda goes to this multiverse where she has to kill her other Wanda for the kids. Why don't you just go to a multiverse where you don't have, ch- where your children lost their mother. If it's an infinite multiverse, just go to one where you could be the mother. Oh, oh yeah, then, no, you pull a pull a Rick and Morty, like pull, literally go yeah. go to a multiverse where they just lost their mother, and so you just go and replace the mother. There done. we go. Done. Solution done. Not to mention the reason this all happened is because of a goddamn bee, a bumblebee. It's the bee movie. Seinfeld is sitting in his chair in excitement over this bee. Not only that, we have Black Bolt, Reed Richards, Captain Carter, Captain Marvel, Charles Xavier. All these characters are just shoved into our faces. And at the end, I'm left with like, what, what, what's going on here? And not to mention, Black Bolt's death, very cool. But how does Black Bolt's death happen? Reed Richards, that's his name, right? Yeah. Reed Richards, like the smartest dude on oh, the yeah. planet, tells Wanda exactly how to stop their biggest weapon on their team is, ha ha, with his mouth, he'll just whisper and you're dead. I'm actually a genius. What? All right, that's my list of small grievances. I agree with you with everything except the bull. Oh, okay, tell me the bull. Where, where am I wrong? I, I don't know. You're just seeing in more and more of the Marvel Universe where there's aliens kind of about and weird mutants. And it's just like, I guess it's just world building of like, this is a part of Earth now. Like, there are weird bull creatures. There's aliens around. Like, it's just a thing. That did, okay. That's not offensive to be on it. It's like, okay, yeah. No, there's no, other no, weird... no. You know my problem with the one bull? Is that there was one. There's, oh, yeah. There's so <laughs> many humans and just one random bull. <laughs> Why is there one? Give two. Give two. Or give like a bull and I don't know, a unicorn. Why is there one bull? And why am I angry over a bull when this movie was bad for so many other reasons? I, I get your point. Oh. It, is, it is a weird contrast <laughs> of everyone's a human but that one, <laughs> but the bull. Oh, That's God. a little weird. Like, 
you would think add another animal in there, like have a bull, and then for some reason, like a snake, a like a, a wizard snake. Right. That'd be kind of give funky. it a zebra friend. I don't care. Just <laughs> why is there one weird looking bull? And then <laughs> okay, just. Devil's Advocate, maybe it's supposed to be like a minotaur, you know, magic. No, it was symbolism for how bullshit this movie was. <laughs> I'm on fire, baby. Give me more of this. Let's go. I, I, I can't defend the bull. It, it just didn't insult me that much. It's like, it's a bull. It didn't. It's just kind of the symbolism I use for my dislike of the movie. You know, I it's focus. there. It's there, and there's not much of a point to it, and no. it seems like wasted potential. No. And after hating on that for so much, how about we just talk for a minute about what we liked about the movie? Go ahead. <laughs> There's not... Okay, uh, can I okay, start no, you off? Even the, no, even the cinematography. Doctor Strange 1 did it better. And it just was not very... For a Marvel movie, eh, 6 out of 10. Like, some of the... Co- like, the... I loved the zombie Doctor Strange from a distance... But when they got up and close to the face, the the makeup and that prosthetic didn't work. Like it, mm. it looked real fake, like pretty bad. But other than that, like the rest of it is kind of like uninspired CGI and it's not very fun. I'll say I gave cinematography the nine. It was my favorite part about the movie, and my. I'd watch the movie, you know, I won't ever watch the movie again, but I will watch YouTube clips. And the one YouTube clip I'll go to is Zombie Doctor Strange. It's pretty freaking cool. Here's the thing. You only think it's cool. Like, it's not exactly Zombie Doctor Strange, which is a little cool. Okay. What was cool was him getting the, the dark spirits and making yeah. a dark spirit cloak. Yes, that was cool. That's the cool part about that. that the cool part was, that was neat. stretching the evil spirits and the demons just flying over. That was cool. That, that was, was cool. cool. That was really cool. So I liked that. And I did like the directing style from Sam Raimi. He, he's done horror films oh, in the past. Oh, that's disappointing. This was Sam Raimi. It was. It was. So oh. it's Sam Raimi and he does horror really well. What I love, I'll, I'll say this. The, the reason I gave cinematography so high, the horror aspect of Wanda uh, now, I didn't like the plots thing of like them standing waiting for her. I remember yeah. when they kind of just wait for her to come through and that. But anyways, I like the horror aspect of her really looking like it was straight out of Insidious. And also the way they functioned in mm-hmm. the movie. the How the camera was tilting and kind of convulsing. And the, the Wanda scene we see in the other multiverse where her bowls over. And Doctor Strange when he gets uh, when he get, passes out by seeing the new, uh, the new dude who's the supreme leader. Or the the met I don't know all the names. I'm sorry. I, I don't either. But it's anyways, fine. you you see when he drinks the tea and then starts fading out and the screen gets all wonky. So it stays true to the name of Multiverse of Madness. It's a lot of madness, but the script is also a mess. You want to talk about madness? I think everything, everything, everywhere, all at once does madness way better. Way 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 so better. Much. It's like. As a multiverse story and like consistent multiverse and there's a reason for the multiverse being a plot element and it feels far more cohesive. It's focused on the characters instead of this weird wacky stuff. The wacky stuff adds to the uh, characters. But also it's just crazier. It's like wackier. Like it made my brain just like go weird. Like, oh my God, how do you even think of this stuff? Multiverse of Man, like Doctor Strange, 
it's just kind of boring. Yeah. Like, the whole multiverse and like, ooh, this is a universe where food is free. And it's like, you know, most multiverses, you don't have to pay for food. Wink, wink. (laughs) Everything everywhere all at once was abstract and surreal, crazy, Mm -hmm. but also grounded and profound. It was crazy and spectacular and like, what am I watching on screen? I'm looking over going, what am I watching? But I'm also stunned in disbelief of the, the genuine story that comes across and how realized the characters are. And I can't say enough about it. And let's start with, with this. How did you like the aspect, the, the mechanics of the multiverse and everything everywhere all at once? I liked it quite a bit. I think it was... They did just enough. And if it was about, it was just about that, and it was just about the plot, eh, maybe there'd be some, but it, the heart of the story was about a mother and her child. So that's what made it, that's what makes it work. It's incredible. So like, I, I don't have to, I don't have to pay attention to like any potential plot holes or like, that's not really the concern, but no, it, it's fun. It's a fun multiverse story. It's also just wackier, like the universe, like oh. the universe where humans have sausage fingers sausages for fingers and, and you watch that and you think it's a gag which it is it and, is a gag but the gag has meaning to the story everything has a meaning to the story which is beautiful the sausage yeah. fingers uh the, no the hot dogs for fingers turns out that in that world you're really good with your feet it goes to it goes to show that message of uh of meaning is kind of what you make of it and this against this pessimistic nihilism which we'll get into more of the message but i just mm-hmm. love that it's an action comedy, sci-fi, fantasy, absurd family drama. It just mixes so much. If you mm-hmm. want to talk about original scripts in Hollywood, which I'm, we're getting sick of like, okay, give the Fast and Furious 27 and Terminator 8, Matrix 4 now. This is an original script from Hollywood made by the Daniels brothers who also did that movie. Have you seen it with uh, basically Daniel Radcliffe is a, is a, uh, a pocket knife? Did you ever see that movie? No. I didn't see it. I'm going to now. Oh, okay. But the whole point of it is Daniel Radcliffe is a human pocket knife, and it's absurd. Oh. It's it's the strangest thing, and I'm definitely going to watch it now. They, okay. I'm I'm on board with the Daniel brothers. Hmm. He definitely does absurd to some pretty darn well, but the the movie did a lot of things right, and I enjoyed it. However, there's just some. There's some character aspects and what the message they're going for that I just thought was that I maybe disagreed with as the message, but they executed it well. I, I'll be honest, the what really brought down characters in a lot of the movie for me and everything everyone wants, yeah, is the father. Oh, I, I really, so disagree. Tell me, tell me why. I really don't like him. <sighs> like across Wayman, you don't like Wayman. Yeah, I don't like him. Okay, tell me. And it took me a while to like think about it, and the fact that he sees his wife like really suffering and like really just is struggling to hand just hold everything together, and you know his daughter is really distressed and a terrible, you know, separating from her mother, and she's clearly not nope. You know, his wife and his daughter are clearly not happy. 
and are struggling. And he doesn't do anything to like help him. Like before the movie, he, he shows he's not really like working to like bring in an income to like, maybe relieve their financial stress. A- as an emotional support, he's really not at like he's not actually comforting them. He just like kind of kind words and then moves on, and no one pays attention to him. Like he doesn't help. He's just like, oh, he's kind. Oh, he smiles. He looks on the bright side of life. It didn't help. And then for the plot convenience of the movie, the the wife, the mother, sees, oh, I'm going to be like my husband. My husband's mentality is a cure against nihilism, basically. She actually, in the plot of the movie, yes, hey, look, he saved the day for the plot of the movie. But I think in any other context, he's a failure as a man, as a husband, as a father, and I don't like him. Oh my! So obviously, a hard disagree when I give the movie basically a ten. I give it a nine point seven five out of ten. I understand your criticism, and that, that's it's totally but, subjective with how you view how you view Wayman. But well, well, think of it like, what is his solution to like his what like? Yeah, they're about to go into bankruptcy. Yep. His wife can't do anything, and she's clearly in distress over everything and having a terrible time. And what is his solution? Oh, I'm. We need to get a. Div- I'm gonna give you a divorce because you're not, you know, spending enough time with oh, me. I you're not talking to, to me enough. Rich, I got a lot to say. My God, what a wuss! A wuss out of the situation okay, of like. Okay, I have a lot to say. Oh, no, okay. no, it, that's <clears throat> Richie. He, here's why I absolutely love the father character. It's obviously not your typical male role. It's not typical. It's not like you're, it's not a traditional family in the slightest. Now, here's why Wayman's phenomenal is the, just the slight scene we see with, uh, and this, this emphasizes his kindness, but the wife says to deal with that, you know, that guy who kind of rubbed up to her, the male on the laundromat and liked his wife's perfume that, uh, the old dude. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. And she said to deal with him as she went up and did something. And basically, uh, his way of dealing with him and solving the situation was dancing with him, like just being kind to the guy. And it did solve the situation for the mother. She didn't even recognize it because she glanced over it. It was like, oh, she didn't even recognize the kindness of his way of thinking and his his per- his way of going through life solved the situation rather than her, her kind of focused, more... Uh, I don't know what word to use, but the way she was living life before wasn't the way to solve the problem when his way was. Now, the reason he gives the divorce papers, I think, is so profound because it shows you their relationship. Is He doesn't give the divorce papers because they want to split up. He gives the divorce papers because it's the only way she'll actually listen to him and take him seriously. He doesn't want to get divorced. He wants to have the conversation so she looks at him seriously for once. And this is the only way he can get across to her because she's stressed about the taxes and IRS and there's so much going on with her, she doesn't give enough attention to her husband. And I love how they do that for his character, and the meaning it has to the story is so impactful. This is his story as much as it is her story, as much as it is Joy's story, as much as it is a story for us to learn about why why pessimistic nihilism, the answer to that is meaning is what you make of it. It's not even, a, a, it's not rebuting nihilism, it's just showing a different way of an optimistic way of loving and living life is of all the universes that I could be in right now. I want to be in the one with you. 
it's just so beautiful to me and the way that message comes across and i'm not here to say like now you have to love the father i mean you just if you don't like him as much that's totally fine i just got so much from that and the story it was trying to tell did it perfectly and i'm happy it's an interesting perspective i mean fair enough i i just think the overwhelming kindness and it felt a little selfish to me on like the divorce and kind of focusing on himself where I, I think if he needs to help her in a way, in some way, I, I don't see him really helping her out of the immediate problems in life. I don't see him contributing in any way or helping his daughter. His daughter isn't like not doing so, not doing so. He's not taking any kind of role to help her other than being kind. And I just, there's a difference between kind and love. Like kindness and love are very different things. Kindness is very surface level of oh being nice. It, it, you're not giving someone what they need. You're just doing what will make them like in that moment happy. Love sometimes is you know taking a firm stand. They may not be. It's giving them what they need rather than what exactly they want. Like if you love someone, you want what's best for them, not just what will make them happy in that moment. And I think his worldview is very much focused on kindness rather than love. And I, and Joy has a problem of like, she's definitely, she doesn't have too much of any kindness. You need a bit of kindness, sure, to get through the day. But the father just goes so much in the extreme that like, it, it just seems like his family's falling apart and he's not doing anything to help. His way of helping those solves the the plot and the story it solves the story and it, it gives the message and the meaning to the story and your way of seeing that too is how she also saw it, how evelyn the the mother in the story she also saw like didn't even regard him as it, it, the relationship in the beginning was strained and she was ignoring him and so focused on other things and his way of dealing with the, she talks with he talks with the irs lady and solves the solves the problem when she couldn't she's she's confronting the irs lady deidre or I don't know if I'm saying that right, but mm. confronts her about the taxes and is trying to solve the problem on her own in her own way when the way the problem solved is he talks to her on the side and uses his method of, uh, of speaking with her, actually solves the situation for her with his message of kindness and empathy of he tells her like, hey, we're actually going through stuff in our marriage right now. Can you please give us a break? His way of saying that solves the solves the IRS situation which does help her so we might go back and forth on this mm. I I just think you might not like the character that as, as he was portrayed I just really do and I can't say enough about him and mm. but let's, let's get to the more fun stuff too like how <laughs> freaking cool how cool is that rock scene I love it it's my I think it is my favorite to see uh, for people watching this yeah. of all the universes they go, the two people travel to the universe where there is no living life, so they're just rocks. <laughs> it's so great. So sentient rocks. I never thought I'd cry during a scene with two rocks moving. Now, first off, it's hilarious when it's first shown of the the text going back and forth, like, haha, and it's portraying that message of nihilism. It's so quiet, you do feel. you. The way that the story is told to you on screen makes you feel like 
everything is meaningless. It's just this endless, lifeless rocks talking back and forth with text. And look, we're out in nothingness. Nothing matters. Mm-hmm. And then for that to come to to into the end of the story where the, she turns and with the googly eyes and she's like, uh, and Joy goes to the mother like, how are you moving? That's not even possible. We're rocks. And she's like, every or what did she say? Like, everything's possible or <laughs> whatever it is. And then starts chasing her and it's so emotional. And, oh, I have... I, there's so much to say and we don't even have enough time to mm-hmm. say it. But the fact that the end of the movie is the alpha verse who wants Joy to die and also Joy who wants to kill herself against Evelyn, both of the both of the groups that we, we learned about throughout this entire movie are against Evelyn and her way of getting to Joy is just giving everyone, uh, not fighting it off in just a really badass, you know, typical cliche way of the superhero boom, boom, boom. no she just gives everyone something they want from their past so gives the perfume guy the scent of his wife's perfume gives the uh the bdsm guy like whatever he wanted like more bdsm and then keeps going and then that's how she gets the joy man i can't i I'm talking too much about this. You know how much I I love this movie so so much. Hey, la- last last oh. episode last episode was me talk about my books. This is you talk about your movie, man. This is my time to shine. Yeah, it's your time to shine. <laughs> it's oh the fanny pack scene. Just the first time we see the powers done, uh, where he has to eat the chapstick and then uses the fanny pack to kick ass. And don't even get me started about the uh, you know Chekhov's gun. Yeah, we got Chekhov's butt plug. <laughs> Because we got, we saw the butt plugs, which were trophies. Awards, yeah. They were awards. They turn out to be the way that they you had to verse jump, and they had to literally just penetrate themselves to. Sorry, this is a graphic, uh, a graphic movie. So we should. I'll give a warning at the beginning of this video. But they had to do that in order to get power, so they could fight. And it's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Then you have hot dog fingers, and then the rocks over there, and. Oh my God! How could I forget the ratatouille? The raccoon. How awesome is that? And then that even means something at the end of the story. Is and you know it's not just the the rat moving you, but you can also move the. It's like you know you could use together for the teamwork. Ah, it gets ah, it's so great. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. I I guess I, I I did like it. Like it again. Don't. I only sound negative because I'm in comparison to you. Right, you still liked it. You get I it. really liked it. Yeah. Like, it, it was a very enjoyable movie. Like, it was filmed well. Like, like jo- I really liked Joy. Uh, the daughter was more. Joy is the daughter. Oh, yeah. Evelyn's uh, the mother. Evelyn. So I really liked Evelyn. Joy is fine for her role. She she isn't really like dove into too much. She's more of like just the antagonist turned. You know. Dan, I don't know how to put it, but her her character hasn't gone into too too much, I guess. But till like the very end, it's a suicidal story about her. She's depressed for most of the movie. Yeah, so, so fair enough. Um, but I really like Evelyn. I think that's impactful. But yes, Evelyn's mm-hmm. fantastic, and I also really like how they incorporated Mandarin, Cantonese, and English in the mm-hmm. beginning, especially, and then over time throughout the movie. When they could verse jump and learn more of themselves, they became more uh, more fluent in English. Yeah. That was a nice touch, and also the way they did portray Mandarin Cantonese, they mixed uh, they mixed their their language and in English together is exactly how my nani nono. That's exactly how they talk at home, 
Uh, so they're, they're immigrants Italian, from Italy. Yeah. They don't speak Mandarin, but I, <laughs> we're talking I just want to clarify. Yeah, yeah. You they, know? Speak, they mix Italian and English just like that. So it was really authentic, too. So you could tell just the, the work that went into this movie, the detail. Like this, this movie was also written a while ago. So they, mm. they had this in the works since I, I, I'm going to be wrong with this, but probably 2011, something like that. Well, I imagine this movie's probably going to win quite a few Oscars when it comes through. I'm giving up on the Oscars if, if this doesn't win. I We talked briefly about Doctor Strange, but what else do you want to add on to that of, okay. of your experience with the movie? Quick rundown of emotional impact was just... I was bored at times. I was bored through most of it. Occasionally, it was it was fun looking at some, some of the action, um, but I was uninterested in any care. I didn't care. I didn't care what happened to any of them. Then plot. Uh, America oh, herself was a MacGuffin. She, she, she was not that interesting is one of the whatsoever. Most, that is one of the most uninteresting, unempathetic characters in the Marvel Universe. I which, feel bad. That's hard. That, like Marvel has normally does a great job. It's not, it's not the actress's fault. It's, the script no. was terrible. Like what, yeah, what did they give her to she's, do? She's a fine actress, I, I, but they didn't give her anything. She no. was just, oh, I'm here and... Also, like I lost my parents ago, and okay, that memory scene. Yeah. Oh my god, so lazy. I, I can't think. I the laziest way of like, hey, look, this is so the, corny. This is the character's deepest trauma. Look, point and look of like, oh, you're this so is right. what the character is you're sad so about and right. needs to get over. And it's because of a B, a B. I can't get over that. Seinfeld is still laughing. <laughs> I swear it's Seinfeld's fault. But yet, so characters awful plot. Wait, same uh, characters for a second. Care. Wanda, I st- still disliked what they did, but I, I, she was the best character in the movie, I think, just because everyone else was so bad. Fine, I guess. I, I like like some of her lines when she talked to uh, Reed, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Do you have a wife?" He said, "Yes." Oh, good. There will be someone to raise your children. I thought that was pretty a good yeah, line. It, but her character. That's why I didn't give dialogue a zero. I was like, "Oh, that was a good one. Let's give it one." Let's give it. <laughs> uh, she was just really disappointing because they didn't re. They could have set up this evil Wanda character from Wandavision, where they just didn't. Like they, oh, Wandavision man. could have ended off of like, "Oh, Wanda is evil now." Like, "Oh my God, something's something's off." But they really ended it kind of milk toast of like. Ah, uh, she did a horrible thing, but you know she fixed it. And everything's fine. She goes off, and you know, she learned a lesson. And then, oh no, now she's evil. It felt like they were just, yeah. oh, let, let's put this on a back burner and don't know where we're gonna take it, but we can take it either way. And so this one, poor setup. They could have done better. I expected more with Marvel. And then also, just she has the, the dark hold, right? Yeah. And the dark hold corrupted her. Yet seeing, uh, she goes to see her children, and then this Darkhold, who it's like this mystical thing that has control over you and sways your mind, then kind of goes away once she see, she sees one of her pairs of children in the infinite multiverse, scared of her. It's like I wasn't super convinced. I saw, I see what the story was trying to do, and the one thing I think the plot did right, the hmm. one thing, was they. 
used Doctor Strange's uh, from the other multiverse his corpse later in the movie. So at least they had a Chekhov's gun of like it wasn't completely useless. They they buried him, and then it was actually important to the story. They showed the audience like, hey, remember this, but they didn't blare it out there like it's going to be used later. So at least it felt rewarding that that made sense in the story. I was happy yeah. there. That's all the, the good things I could say about it kind of ends there. That's just the movie. Well, we're on the same page, so we're we're going. I, actually, I should argue it's a good movie because I gave it point one higher than you. So I'm ready to roll. Uh, dialogue wise, it is. I gave it a four because higher than me. I guess like I, I it's below average. I, I don't really remember too much from it. I don't think all it was the like, humor really missed. Awful. I think all of it missed. I think I remember pity laughing at one joke just because i was like all right let's get this <laughs> that's a fair point i i may need to lower the score the fact that i didn't laugh at really any of the jokes no, zero I, I i remember audibly literally pity laughing because it was just kind of awkward i was like oh but it wasn't funny i like, regretted the laugh i was like oh, oh. <laughs> so i don't think there was any point where i genuinely laughed in the movie yeah hey, i wanted to ask what time are we at oh god um, want to keep this one. Time to end. It's it's time. About to time. End. All right. D- to wrap up. Yeah. Go watch everything everywhere all at once. Please. Oh, no. 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 Please. Please watch everything everywhere at once. It is a treasure. It is amazing. It is everything. Now, actually, I've recommended the movie to. I've got had my. I've had so many people. My family watch it. I've had several friends go out of their way to watch this movie. Everyone's come back. I've hyped it up so much. Everyone's come back and given it like a seven or eight, and it depresses me. So go in with low expectations, please. As much as I set them high, just please watch this movie. Sorry for taking the stand there, but they have to know. They have to know from this is in my top five movies of all time. This movie is fantastic. Okay, as you're saying, watch Doctor Strange if you want, I guess. (laughs) I'll be honest. I, I. I'm getting uh, I'm getting a little bit marveled out. Uh, after Endgame, it just kind of went downhill. Then Spider-Man. And then everything. <laughs> just so. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, leave a comment down below. Tell us what we should talk about next. Uh, leave a, Click the like button. Subscribe. Bell notification. All that stuff. Uh, if you made it to the end of the video, type, uh, you know, Doctor Strange sucks, and you know. Oh, admit it! Admit Admit it! Yeah, admit it. (laughs) And if you guys like the movie, generally tell us in the comments because we we need we're being biased. We're like we're we're in a feedback loop of how much we hate this movie. So if there's something you guys saw in the movie, let us know and tell us how wrong we are. For once, I'm actually going to be standing by his hot take on movie sucking. My friend's on my side for once. Wow, would you look at that? (laughs) All right, bye everyone. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.